All right, everyone, class is back in session. I am your sensei of Slay, self-titled sensei of Slay, John Lucero, here to guide three Buffy newbies into the wonderful world of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're talking about episode five, Never Kill a Boy on the First Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. Joining me to talk about this episode are Michael Hughes. I want to upgrade you to Senslay. Senslay. <laughs> I feel like that's hard to say. Not, I'm trying to write like the name of the podcast, is it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Back-to-back S is really ideal. Uh, uh, Charles but... Lucera, the Senslay of summer school. <laughs> school. Uh, you just heard Vanessa Cahill. Hello. And Jesse Obando. Hi there. How's everyone doing? Everyone excited to, to talk about episode five, which going in, I honestly could not remember what happened in this episode. <laughs> took, <laughs> took, even like 10 minutes in, I'm like, God, which episode is this? Oh, it's this one. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. This episode aired on March 31st, 1997, written by Rob Desotel, Dean ba- and Dean Batali, and directed by David Semmel. Uh, so, Jesse, before we get into the nitty gritty of this um, episode that happened, <laughs> that, ever- that everyone loves, <laughs> uh, could you please summarize it for our listeners? Yes, of course. I will. I'm honored to do this job. Um, the episode starts off with the master vampire guy who's very ugly. Um, he is. <laughs> he, it, yeah, it, I honestly think he's worse than Voldemort. He's like in uglier appearance. than Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I we have to do a side by side comparison. But anyways, um. He is chanting or talking about trying needing to kill the Slayer. Uh, uh-huh. He brings out this new character or new, more powerful vampire. I'm not sure. And it's called the Anointed One. Yeah, the Anointed um, One. That's, that's the that's the new the new thing for this one. The new prophecy. Yeah. Always, always prophecies. There's always prophecies. Yes, <laughs> and of course, Giles is on top of doing the research for this prophecy. I don't recall exactly why or how he started doing the research. He was just, maybe he just had a feeling. I don't know. Um, but he knows that something's coming. However, Buffy is very distracted because she likes this guy, Owen, who <laughs> is an interesting character. He's very... Yep, that's how uh, I would describe him, an interesting character, Jesse. That's how I'm sure everyone here would describe Owen. <laughs> As a very interesting character that, that will stick around for the long haul. <laughs> He's interesting. Well, I guess because... Yeah, anyways, we can go into it later, I guess. But he is Buffy's love interest for this episode. She wants to go on a date with him, but apparently this guy is a hot commodity across the high school and everyone's talking about him. Um, so she decides that she wants to go on a date with him. Um, and then they cut to this scene where there's like a bus 
driving across town or something, and um, I think the anointed one, I'm not sure if it was him, um, he, because at this point I had already forgotten the beginning so see, of the so, so Jesse, so the anointed one has not yes. come, is, does not exist yet. Oh, um, they have to bring yeah. him up. With they have the... to, one, one of these five dead people will become the anointed one is the prophecy also Got can it. anyone see on this bus it is the darkest bus i've ever seen in my entire <laughs> this whole this yeah. whole episode is full of just like rooms that are way too dark mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Like, yeah this is one these are this episode of the next one i said to my wife is like does anyone pay their electricity bill in sunnydale yeah, there's yeah. there's a there's a scene in the next episode where there's three people standing in a dark hallway, and you're supposed to be able to know, tell who the, all of them are, and it's damn near impossible. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, Jesse, go ahead. Yeah, no, all good. Um, there there's a vampire, of course, on the bus, and he attacks all five people, including a child. Oh, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> there's a car accident. <laughs> Uh, oh man, it, this episode just it, it just blew Jesse's mind. There, <laughs> I just understood it. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, that happens. I guess it's in the papers. Giles is like, "Hey, like five people died. We should go check this out." Um, but Buffy is going on a date with Owen. And um, I guess, like, the day before, she saw him at the Bronx dancing with her enemy. I forget her name. Cordelia. Cordelia, Cordelia. Chase. Yes. Cordelia Chase. They're dancing. And so she's upset. But then he asks her out. And so Giles is like, hey, something's coming. We got to go check on these five dead people to make sure they're not coming back as you know, what, whatever, the anointed one and all the vampire people. And, mm -hmm. yeah, and then, so, but, of course, Buffy's like, nah, I'm going on this date instead, uh, which the date takes place at the Bronx again. Bronx. Uh, the Bronx. Who could have guessed? Yeah, the Bronx, not in the Bronx. This is not West Side Story, but, yeah. The Bronx. The Bronx, yes. yes. And then, um, during her date, that's where um, uh, Xander and Willow show up and they're like, hey, uh, Giles is in trouble because Giles went to the funeral home by himself and surprise, surprise, the five people came back to life and are evil now um, <gasps> and are trying to attack him. And so, yeah, so Buffy reluctantly leaves her date but then his, her stupid date shows up at the funeral home because he's <laughs> weirdly interested in the As funeral, a funeral home. <laughs> like, he's, oh, yeah. Anyways, no uh, they, they win. Um, at one point, she thought she killed Owen because, or that, not that she killed him, but she got him killed by the vampire people because he hit his head and he got knocked out, but he was fine. And then, um, yeah, and then the next day, I guess, they're back at school, and he's like, she's like, oh, he doesn't want to ask me out anymore, or he doesn't want to go out with me anymore, and then uh, he's like, no, I do, and then she's like, nah, I don't want to go out with you anymore, so. Yeah, was, he's like, was, he like, 
wants to go out with her. He wants to experience that all that danger all the time. And she's like, "Oh wait, this guy's out of his yeah. fucking mind. This guy's uh, yeah, yeah." Yes. So that is the summary. Oh, and I guess at the end, the anointed one, right, is the young boy is a child from the bus accident. Yes, twist. Mm-hmm. It's a yes, twist. Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, the 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 child that is barely visible on the bus that he becomes the anointed one. Um, Vanessa, thank you. I'll, I'll suggest you thank you for that beautiful summary, Vanessa. Oh, what do you think? Of, what, what do you think of this episode overall? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty pretty bland. Um, Owen's like super weird and forgettable. Also, like, uh, it's, I don't know, I think it's funny too that once again, Tim, because he's like, oh, he's so hot. But also, he's like really weird. So I'm happy that yeah. she figured that out at the end. <laughs> he's yeah, very he's odd like, dude. yeah, he's like super into poetry, but like specifically really that really dark poetry. He also finds girls pretty fr- frivolous, which is just really deep of him to think that. Um... Yeah, he's so deep. That's why he's so, he's so broody. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's supposed to be like competition for Angel. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jesse. There you go. She just goes down. <laughs> yeah, they're perfect. Oh, Angel, no. that salty goodness. Yeah. That's no, no one, can, yeah, that no one can breed goodness. harder than Angel. <laughs> yeah, that, that man smolders. You know, he's, yeah, uh, he smolders. Yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael how do you feel about this episode overall? <laughs> I can see why you forgot it. Like I said up top, is uh, it's pretty bland and forgettable. Yeah, I literally like it took me very long to figure out which episode this was, and I was still like, I'm like, oh, I still didn't remember Owen at all. <laughs> Not remember like, him whatsoever. I, I kind of see what they're going for. It's kind of like telling a Spider-Man story but focusing on Peter, but you got to make it interesting. Like, yeah, Buffy's a teenage girl and a human first, and a Slayer second, or so she thinks. Mm-hmm. But it's just. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if I was closer to the uh, the original demographic, I could have felt more to it. But uh, no, it's it's pretty. Uh, this is like a pretty. This episode does kind of establish a very like common Buffy formula of uh, episodes so focusing around Buffy wanting to do normal teenage stuff and not being able to do normal teenage stuff, and then also little stuff like opening in a graveyard and. Uh, mid in the middle of a vampire fight uh, happens quite a bit in this show. As uh, there's, there's a lot of a lot of slang is just like there's a lot of casual slang in this show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that stuff is uh, watch it, watching it back, having uh, having seen every episode, I'm like oh, okay, this is really this is like kind of establishing like uh, what a lot of episodes are gonna feel like going forward, um, and. We're definitely going to uh, get, uh, like Michael said, uh, get more stuff of her trying to deal with the fact that she is uh, has to be a slayer first and a teenager second. Um, there's, and she doesn't <laughs> doesn't succeed at very often in the teenager first thing, uh, no matter how many times she tries. Uh, uh, Jesse, what do you think about Giles and Buffy's relationship in this episode? I feel like there's a little bit more of the of them going on in this episode than had than in previous ones. Um, I mean, I thought it it was it sh- showed like a little bit more of like that struggle where I guess Giles is more of like a parental figure in a way. Yeah, he's I he's mean, very much a father figure to her, and that becomes yeah. clear as the show goes on. Yeah, Go and ahead. 
of course, you know, she's, as you said, she's a teenager. She wants to do teenager stuff um, and doesn't understand the significance of some of the prophecies and, and what it all means. But I thought I I am intrigued to see their relationship further develop, mm-hmm. um, you know, and maybe she'll like start caring a little bit more about Giles and and him putting himself in danger unnecessarily or maybe necessarily either I mean yeah it sounds like it was pretty necessary this episode yeah it happens uh there's a there's like an uh, ongoing joke within the show and outside of the show about how often Giles gets knocked unconscious um it happens (laughs) a lot so just keep that in mind as the show goes forward uh there's like whole lists of episodes where Giles is knocked unconscious um (laughs) and the show eventually does acknowledge it too um Poor Giles. I'm really hopeful that one day we're going to learn a little bit more about his backstory. I'm assuming we will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. We oh, will yeah. definitely learn more about Giles' backstory. There is, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in uh, good old Rupert Giles. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know you like Giles, Vanessa, correct? You're like a, you're like a, fan, of, a fan of his. I, I think you picked him as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a Slade the most in one of the previous episodes. Um, yeah, I think I was overruled, but I thought he was. I, I was with you. I was with you on that. I think <laughs> right. But it's okay. I think I think Buffy got picked, and that's it's uh, hard to argue against that one. Most episodes. Yeah, um, it's hard. Yeah, Mike Michael, you and your wife like to try and guess the twists in each episode. Did you guess the twist in this episode? I did not. Yeah, okay. no, did it? Was it effect? Was it an effective twist? Uh, no, I still didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) The the guy on the bus, the guy who becomes a vampire, they make a point of showing him so much. It probably should have been obvious. He's like, okay, first of all, everyone on this bus is super chill. This guy just walking up and down, like spouting scripture at them. He's like, oh, you will be judged. Everyone's going to be judged. It's like, okay, he was a vampire at first already. Already, yeah. And I had seen this episode before. <laughs> that's uh, that's how out of his mind this guy was. Um, yeah, he was like, well, like a person. Something. He's like he a person already. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was not. He, he was not already. That's when he be, when he gets up off of the table in the uh, the funeral home. That's when he's officially a vampire, and he's like, he's like, and I I have been judged, and he's. Uh, now Wait, aren't he's vampires sh- supposed to be like not those people anymore? Why is he still talking like the normal? Yeah, you, you know, Michael. That's a that is a well. They do <laughs> they do have like. I think parts of their personality still like they do remember they remember everything from the previous. Person. Oh yeah, because yeah, uh, Sanders' so. friend was still like, "Hey, it's still me. We could be friends." Yeah, they're, it's like they <laughs> they definitely still remember everything that happened. They just don't care about anything else else that happened before that. Uh, yeah. So this is it's again. This is just a very like eh, it happened episode. You know, it. Um, we never see Owen again. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd also I, never seen died. owen before like they yeah. come out of the gate like buffy's like oh it's owen he's the best and like who the fuck is owen <laughs> like, yeah that's, who a, is that's this character uh, why should we a, know that's him a, that's a classic thing in these kind of show and these kind of like teenage drama shows of just like mysterious boy that everyone's everyone's been falling after but hasn't mentioned prior to this prior to the, him being introduced um yeah also he just he doesn't seem cool at all i yeah i had high hopes for this episode only because i love romance Uh and was sorely disappointed especially like in the first 
couple minutes that Owen is introduced in the library and and she's like oh like what are you reading blah 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 like and then he's like oh you know how to read and I was like ew get out of here Owen we don't like you (laughs) oh I know he (laughs) He was so like rude and mean and I guess that was like the thing back in the day but I was like I don't have time for this anymore (laughs) I hope he dies um this (laughs) Uh, this episode does have one of the most iconic Buffy quotes in it, which is the uh, "If the apocalypse comes, beat me." is uh, one of the um, one of the more quoted lines from the show. Does anyone else? Ha- does anyone have any any lines that stuck out to them that they'd like to uh, like to highlight, or even any moments we haven't talked about that like to highlight? I, I, I have one line that I really enjoyed from G- uh, Giles early on. That was like, uh, you know, plunge and move on, plunge and move on. <laughs> what are you saying? Like, you know, what your job <laughs> yeah, as the slayer uh, is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is a very casual just come, come on we have a, we're, we're on a schedule <laughs> yeah i love that and i thought also it was very funny at some point giles warns buffy that like if people find out about you you're going to be in danger and it's like i don't believe that's true because like the the, the bad guys already know who she is <laughs> doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah that that whole like has to protect her identity thing i'm like she doesn't wear a mask giles like what do you mean protect her identity <laughs> she's like just look her up <laughs> they clearly see buffy fighting the bronze and everyone just kind of forgets that it happened so yeah that, that gets acknowledged eventually <laughs> but, uh, but there there is there is a payoff to that uh way down the line but uh oh, good <laughs> yeah so uh it there was i like there's a pretty good vampire death in this episode nothing special but you know him getting pushed mm-hmm. into that that furnace was pretty good uh with and oh, yeah. uh uh, Jesse, you have any any moments that stuck out to you? We haven't we haven't mentioned um, during the chase in the fu- funeral home where he's chasing Willow, Xander, and <clears throat> Owen, uh, and he's just say I don't know. I guess I maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, but there he was like saying random things, and he was saying like pork and beans, pork and beans, and I was like... Yes, he did say uh, that, 100%, that 100% happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think he was saying they were their food. I think he was insinuating their, their food. food to him, I think. I, just, I had to really think about it when he was saying it. I was like, um... Uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. My other favorite part, very random, was when they were at the bronze that uh, they were eating muffins. Like, I just doesn't seem like a club food, but I was (laughs) I was excited for it, I guess. And then there was a croissant at some point, and I was like, this is just so random. Is it a cafe event? Yeah, this is a croissant in the next episode. (laughs) Uh, we'll talk about yeah. in the next episode of the show <laughs> in a couple, when you hear the, hear a couple weeks from now. Uh, but yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, I had I almost t- took it out of the team. Like, what is what is the bronze? <laughs> like, it's got like because <laughs> you got a you got like a coke and a croissant and brought it over to the table and uh, while people are dancing to oh Vanessa by the way the the band in this episode is the. <laughs> Uh, Velvet Chain, in case you were curious. Mm, (laughs) The the bronze band is the Velvet Chain for this episode. I Uh, I looked them up because the lead singer looked kind of familiar. Apparently this was their, like, breakout thing as being on this episode. Buffy. (laughs) Good for them. A lot of of bands got that, you know, that Buffy bump that I don't think took them anywhere (laughs) afterwards. But, um, you know, they they got some time. Uh, Michael, any moments for you? 
Oh, you know it. I got all yeah. kinds of notes. Yeah, this, this, I thought this episode was actually pretty quotable. Uh, I think there's like a decent amount of. I think compared to the next episode, I think some of the dialogue is a little stronger in this, stronger in this episode. Uh, if if even if the overall plot was pretty whatever. But go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. Yeah. I have a lot of quotes. There was no killing one liner, which I was very disappointed in, which she shows shoves him into the cremator. Yeah, she's. I think uh, she says you you killed my boyfriend because she thinks Owen's dead at that point. Um, and he's right. Dead. And then yeah. Owen gets the closest thing with, does anyone have an aspirin or 60? Oh, Owen. But uh, (laughs) from the top, I noted that the sun symbol that they're looking up looks like the Kingdom of Corona from Tangled, because of course it did. (laughs) Okay, sure, Uh, sure. Buffy's dress is entirely too short. That's that's just like your opinion, man. I also uh, thought that, so I'm with you on that one. It was a very short dress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sander looked like he was wearing a shower curtain at one point. Oh, I love his green the green shirt. I love that thing. fucking horrible green shirt. I wear I wear that horrible green shirt he had for sure. I think it was silk too. <laughs> uh, it was awful. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh someone at some point said, Isn't it so? Which was the full question. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> Do you have a stroke? Uh Xander was trying to watch Buffy change in her room by looking in the mirror of her uh, her jewelry stand. Yeah, I didn't mention it. Uh, Xander sucks in this episode. Uh, really, uh, Xander sucks yeah. in the next two episodes, big time. Yeah, this is a, it's Xander. Season one, Xander is rough. I gotta say, <laughs> that was yeah. so creepy. Yeah. I rewinded it, or I like went back because I was like, was he watching her in the He's mirror? Trying. Oh, what a creep. <laughs> So is it Joss Whedon saying that he tried to do that when? Yes, when like, he was based on based on uh, he says Xander represents his experiences in high school. So I guess technically yes, he could be insinuating that. So gross. He also uh, says there's a little bit of Giles too because he went to a British boarding school. Oh, yeah. Well, I like him more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cordelia saw Angel and said, "Hello, salty goodness." <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? I hope you guys Ugh. come to love Cordelia, which I love Cordelia. It takes time, but I do. I I, th- I like her. Watching it back, I enjoy her more in season one than I did initially. So yeah, I mean, she is that like token mean girl. She plays it quite well. Yeah. Uh, um, I also made a note of the muffin for dinner. The Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So weird. What, what kind of muffin do you think it was? It was very. It didn't look like it had anything in it. It was just like a brand muffin. Yeah. It was oh, plain. God. Yeah, I've got a Coke and Bran muffin <laughs> at the at the club. <laughs> uh, there's the shot of Buffy basically telling Owen that he can't, that she has to go, he can't follow her. But in the background, you can see Angel between them, and he's just like making these weird faces. Yes. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. <laughs> yes. So it was a it was a very weird shot, but there's a good shot in the morgue where. Buffy and Giles are checking all the, the drawers. They like open it and close it, and the next time it opens, it's the other character. I thought that was pretty good. Sure. Uh, easily the worst fight choreography yet. I yeah. don't know. The during the Mantis one, that that fight towards the end with the uh, the no the claw hand vampire was pretty weak, but this one was holy crap. Yeah, I mean it's, it's the season doesn't have the biggest budget in the world. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, some character called another one a sissy. I can't remember who it was. Uh, that was Owen. He called the vampire that he thought ran away a sissy. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I did look up that we never see Owen again. I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's gone. How do you what, what do you think Owen's ultimate fate is? You know, like he, I I think drugs for sure. Like uh, <laughs> I think I'm thinking heroin. Uh, I think the, he goes like skydiving. Like he starts doing like really like intense like things like skydiving, <laughs> and there's a terrible accident, and he dies. I can yeah. see that. My too. wife. My wife said he's going to go to like a club or something and act like a tough guy and get his ass beat. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> good future, uh, Owen. <laughs> then he'll go back to, to, to brooding Emily Dickinson loving Owen that we all know and not love. Buffy just ruining lives left and right. <laughs> My wife also noted that Buffy's, Buffy's kind of out of character for what we've established thus, so far. Mm-hmm. Where she's like... <laughs> going out of her way to check out Emily Dickinson books to win over this guy. But well, I mean, yeah, I, we we haven't got a lot of a uh, teenage girl Buffy in these first right. few episodes. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's, uh, she, she, it goes back and forth sometimes. Some, yeah. Buffy, Buffy, Buffy doesn't always make the right, the right choices. But, She's um, a slave to the salty goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. I'm trying to think of anything I had else. Uh, I did like uh, Angel's horrible um, cover for Buffy when he uh, when Owen goes <laughs> asks where do you know each other from and he says work. <laughs> and, uh, that was uh, good job, Angel, you idiot. Um, and oh, that reminds me. Uh, Owen should have been a little more suspicious when he goes to Buffy's house and the librarian is there. Like he's gonna start getting the wrong idea before too long. She just loves books, man. You know, she's just a she's a bookworm. <laughs> he did have that good line. It's like, well, wow, you're really strict about your books. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That one. Yes. Yeah. That I was. Like that lot. This is the '90s. The '90s. Right before then. This is the '90s. The 1990s. In point of fact. Like. <laughs> 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 yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, I always laugh when the uh, some, when like Giles in this episode he pulls out a cross and the vampire to, to back at the vampires and they always like hiss at him like cats. I always like that when they, it always makes me laugh in any vampire thing when they hiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and I oh, really the, like. Oh, good. Sorry. Sorry. The the weird guy when he's a vampire he has something to say about the cross. I can't remember what it was. Something like why why is he judging me or something. Oh yeah, he's like, why, why, why is he forsaking me? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, capital H. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I liked, I really liked the um, Giles and Buffy conversation at the end of the at the end of the episode. Um, uh, and Buffy turn, turning on Owen because she realizes that he is out of his mind. Um, I liked that whole bit. Uh, so for this episode, uh, the death count, we have one unidentified vampire. Um, and one, uh, so did we decide that if someone dies as a human and as a vampire, it's two separate deaths that we decide that, right? I think we did. So, oh yeah, you're right. Oh so yeah. We, so they're technically different people. Yeah. So we had the end of the, the first vampire at the, beginning, at the very beginning of the episode that gets staked by Buffy and the vampire at the very end who gets, uh, incinerated by, by Buffy. Uh, <laughs> so that, that is two, uh, new monster deaths. And then we had... Um, the four five. people in the class. Yep. Uh, does the kid actually die then? Uh, yes, he is turned into a uh, vampire, okay. a special vampire. Uh, so yeah, that is five 
new uh, innocent bystander deaths. <laughs> so we are at seven of those and 11 um, uh, monster. Oh, sorry, 12 monster deaths. Yes, 12 monster deaths. So there we have it. Nice. And so, uh, Michael, would you mind reading the singular fun fact we have for episode five? It's, uh, not, very, it's not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> in the first draft of the script, Buffy and Owen would have their first date in a bowling alley where they meet a mysterious looking guy who Buffy mistakes for a vampire. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, that is also a fun fact. That mysterious-looking guy is Paul Felix Montez, and he is still credited in the credits, even though that scene is cut from the uh, the episode. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A bowling alley? They're going to go somewhere other than the bronze? Yeah, that was the thing. They couldn't afford, couldn't afford set two, set three. Um, <laughs> so it's... Uh, all right. All right, guys. It's time for the most important part of the episode. Who slayed in episode five? Never killed one on your first date. Okay, so this is gonna this is not gonna be a popular opinion, but I've got two for you. I feel like she's bringing out a parchment paper oh, she wrote this on. Like she's like, you know, yeah. the whole of my essay. So, yeah, um, like yeah. Owen for being like a stupid dum dum. He really stepped up in that morgue and like tackled that vampire. Like, not a lot of guys would have done that. Like, people, I don't know, this monster man. Like, he tackled him, he punched him, he got his butt kicked, but, like, he did a pretty good job knowing very little about it. But then also, maybe even a stronger case of Giles went mm -hmm. into the morgue by himself, but it sounds like he does this all the time, so I don't know. I just don't know how smart Giles actually is, but, like, he was ready to go and, like, you know, on behalf of the Slayer community, try to slay. <laughs> we can't, I mean, we cannot judge Giles on that, which has not happened yet, you know, this is, uh, this is episode five. That's true, yeah, that's true. So. I think he did a good job of being really brave and going into that morgue without any support. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say Giles too because at that point Buffy's just like, no, I'm not doing any Slayer work tonight. I'm a normal kid. And he's like, this is kind of important. So I'm going to go do it then if you're not going to. So yeah, he, re he really steps up in the uh, picking up her slack. Right. And all he, he had himself across. in danger because of it. And he didn't bring any tools. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, he brought the cross. Yeah. Right. The cross. So, it seems like so. that seems like like the bare minimum you want to bring. Like I, I think a stake is at least actually bare minimum, you know. So yeah, <laughs> Jesse, any any uh any differing opinions on this one? No, I actually was gonna say Giles too because he just he stayed very focused on on dealing with this prophecy, um, and you know it. I liked that it showed that he's like trying to manage Buffy, but she's just an unmanageable teenager. But I think she seemed to have learned her lesson to be like, okay, like I can't, I need to like actually pay attention, but I, maybe not, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I liked that he, he went on his own, whether that was a smart decision or not, you know, but he was very brave as Vanessa said, which I, I appreciated. He also got this quote on the wiki page that I'm surprised I didn't write down myself. It says, alright, I'll just go back in my time machine, go back to the 12th century, and ask the vampires to postpone their ancient prophecy for a few days while you take in dinner and a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, also, but also British. <laughs> right, well. Yeah. Imagine that, but British. 
Yeah. Makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah, more more haughty. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I would have picked out this episode, so I'm uh, I fully support your guys' choice. Uh, on episode five, Giles, good job, Slayin. Uh, maybe it's look his first out. one. Yeah, it's first slay. Uh, I think I think maybe he should have got one earlier, but I agree. Yeah. <laughs> any closing thoughts, uh, Jesse? Any anything else you want to add to this episode? Mm. No. I think, uh, like I said, I was really looking forward to this episode and was sorely let down. I think it would have been more interesting if Owen was like more of a, a like a better guy or more of like a better love interest for her. But it was like when you when he was standing like next to Angel, I'm like, well, I mean, and I don't know. I don't know if Buffy and Angel are going to get together. I'm assuming yes, but um, I'm who like, could, who could yeah, say? Yeah. There's no competition at this point in time. <laughs> Michael, how about yourself? Any closing thoughts? Um, kind of, but it kind of encompasses the next episode, too. So I'll save it for the end of that episode. Okay. Sure. Uh, look forward to that in the next episode, everyone. Uh, Vanessa, any closing thoughts? Um, only closing thought was there was yet one more mention of weight. And I think there's going to be one in every single episode for the rest of the show. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. wait, yes, there's very a, beginning. Yes, nineties, yeah, nineties cannot get over weight. <laughs> yes, oh, a uh, good pun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also like the line, uh, the very, very beginning. I forgot to mention it uh, when, but when they kill the vampire, and that, oh, they, that's how they, that's how they figure out the prophecy, Jesse, because they find a ring in that vampire's oh, ashes. Oh, yes, and she goes, uh, uh, and Buffy's like, "All right, yeah, well, you kill him, I fence, I kill him, you fence their stuff." Yeah, so in that, I think on that note, that will do it for this episode of Summer School uh, for next time, guys. Your homework is episode six, The Pack. And now listeners probably know that we've already watched this episode and uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll pretend like we haven't yet. Uh, I am very much looking forward to talking about this one. Uh, it is um, it's a memorable one. Um, quality dubious, memorability high. <laughs> uh, uh, until next time, stay slaying. <laughs>